Hey everybody, welcome into another installment of Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Panthers. Doug Plagans, Jameson Olive here with you. Schedule's been a little irregular lately because Jameson and I have been in and out of town, but we're back, we're ready to roll, and now that it's September, Jameson, we're past Labor Day, we have things happening like Sam Reinhart throwing out the first pitch at the Marlins game, which we'll get to in a moment and the prospect showcase coming up in Estero, not this weekend, but the weekend after. Things are starting to ramp up because that prospect showcase happens, and then training camp happens, and then the preseason is ongoing in less than a month. We've got Kraft Hockeyville uh, happening between the Panthers and the Senators up in Nova Scotia. And then uh, at the time of this recording, one month and four days by my calculation that we will be opening up a new season of Florida Panthers hockey. Again, Doug Plagans, Jameson Olive here with you on Territory Talk. But Jameson, it's starting to come fast and furious now. Lots going on here in the world of the Florida Panthers. Yeah, too fast, too furious, Doug. I know you don't get that reference because you don't. I only saw the first one, and I felt like that was all I needed to see. (laughs) Well, the second one takes place in Miami. It's a a piece of cultural cultural importance down here in South Florida. Maybe we could watch it, and then we can go on a walking tour. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I think they actually have a walking tour for that movie down there. Um, But... Uh, yeah, no, like you said, things are coming fast and furious. You're seeing more guys come back to town. You're seeing it on uh, Instagram, whether it's guys at the rink together or guys posting, you know, they're, they're hopping on the flight, they're coming back. I saw that from Nick Cousins today. So, you know, everyone's getting back in town. Everyone's, you know, getting ready to go. And we get a chance, like you said, Sam Reinhart threw out the first pitch at uh, Marlins uh, Park, Lone Depot Park. Lone Depot Park. We're going to forever call yes. it Marlins Park, but Lone Depot Park uh, threw out the first pitch there. You might be looking for a mortgage at some point. Marlins went on to win. I think it was 11-4. So great, great dub by the Marlins. Trying to do what the Panthers did last year, sneak into the playoffs and make some noise. So they were here supporting the Cats throughout the entire playoff run. You know, Sam Reiner said it was nice to reciprocate, get out there. But um, yeah, brought Anton Lundell, Spencer Knight. Those guys are amped up. Then Reiner was kind of talking about the mood. Guys are amped up. No one no one feels like they had mm. a short offseason. No one's like, man, I wish I had a longer summer here after the after that run. Everyone's ready to get back to work. You know, they're feeling good. They're getting ready to go. You know, energy's high. Like we said, a lot of new faces, but at the same time, a lot of the same guys from that cup run coming back, ready to rock and roll here. So um, great to hear from him. You know, great to see the enthusiasm. But the thing about Sam Reinhart, which is crazy to me, is obviously a, it's an, a, an all-world hockey player, but he's also the best golfer on the team. Ask anyone. I think he's probably close to a scratch golfer from what I hear. We hear he's good um, at tennis too, right? We hear he's good at tennis. Yeah. Uh, baseball threw a great. That's one of the better. One of the better pitches. first pitches I've seen. It, I felt like that actually had movement on it. It did. It, 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 it there was a, the, the bottom fell out a little bit. Like that. That was a little tricky on that one. So he's got a, he's got an arsenal. He, he probably he probably has three or four pitches he can go to out there on the mound. But that got me thinking. And not to get too off track, we are going to talk prospect showcase here in a little bit. But Sam Reinhardt just strikes me as one of those guys that probably his whole life has been like that all-around athlete. Just, just good at whatever just it is. good at whatever. Because yeah. clearly he is as an adult. But if you ask me right now, like, to take a guy, if you're saying, like, you know, you know, Coop, let's go play two-on-two basketball, take any guy on the team. I don't know. I've never heard about Sam Reinhart playing basketball. But I'd take him because I guarantee you he's probably pretty good. Now, the only, the only way. If you said let's I'd, play pickleball, I'd take Sam Reinhart. The only reason I would say maybe I have one other idea on that you're is. You're playing I, in Barky, probably. I've seen Barkov's jumper. And mm-hmm. it's good. So I know that even if he can't dribble, which I'm sure he can, <laughs> we, I've seen him shoot like stationary. Yes. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen the jumper. It looks like somebody who has played basketball before. 
he he would be in the running but for that too. And I, he also fits that mold where he was probably good at whatever. He would give him ten minutes with something, and he'll probably be better than average at it. Yeah, anything. I think. I think Sam Reinhart probably ping pong, probably darts. Um, you know, like I said, paddle. That that's taken the world by storm. Baseball, like we already talked about. Um, but. I, any sport, I think I'd probably take Sam Reinhardt and just knowing it's a, the, I feel like the, the, the floor is probably really, really high for him on all sports. I think that's safe to say. And the Sam Reinhardt, getting back to the we'll get, first Next time pitch. we get him on, we'll go through sports with him and see what he thinks he's okay at. Well, getting back to the first pitch, very few first pitches make me think, I want to watch that one again because it was a good first pitch. And John Birdie was out there ready to be on the receiving big end. Big Cats fan, John Birdie. Shout yes, out. big hockey fan. He was ready to be on the receiving end of that. And I'm sure when these guys go out to field the first pitch, they're ready to have to display some acrobatics. Yes. Because how many how many of these have we seen where it Sail. goes to the backstop? You don't know where the Doesn't heck it's going to go in the dirt. You don't know where it's going to go. And a lot of these are being thrown from half the distance. But that was right down the pipe it was a great first pitch again had a little movement on it i was impressed at that point they should have like allowed a batter just give him give him three pitches on a batter i want to see what he can do <laughs> well he, he, yeah, he probably could have gotten somebody swinging at least one and at least one of those but uh it was it was a good first pitch and i think he won the title of being the the panthers kind of uh de facto first pitch guy anytime a first pitch is necessary sam reinhardt probably won that title. and it's be- become a tradition because we had chucky do it last year lundell do it the year before and i was talking to lundy it's actually funny because they gave him another marlins jersey this time around custom lundell marlins jersey shout out to the marlins once again you know first class rolled out the red carpet but now he's got two because he got one that first time so he said he's got one in finland he's gonna keep one here so big marlins fan anton lundell yeah, i wonder how down. many not just Marlins, but Major League Baseball jerseys you see walking up and down the streets in uh, in Finland. If any of our fin- <laughs> Finnish listeners wouldn't mind telling us, uh, do you see MLB gear in Finland? The, is that the something D-backs that are you huge see? in Finland. Yes, <laughs> yes. People are really a, tuned into Rays Mariners this weekend there's, there's over a D-backs, in uh, Tampere. There's a D-backs bar in Helsinki. <laughs> Good. So they show all the games. I, I feel like it might. Ca- they'd have to go at no, but like but like we learned talking to Etu is baseball is very different there. It's a whole different sport. And I think we, it was called Finnish baseball. Yeah, it's called it? Finnish baseball. Yeah. But then again, in Finland, they probably just call it baseball. I think we're the ones that call it Finnish baseball. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Ed Two said it was, it was brothers, uh, like was semi pro for a bit, and now coaches. Yeah, so, like it's it's big deal over there. Yeah, he's one of the all time greats. Well, uh, again, it was a it was a great first pitch from Sam Reinhart, and it was one of those events that what a way of, to start the season. Yeah, one of those uh, one of those September occurrences that kind of marked the beginning of hockey season being on the way and here we are and territory talk of course as always presented by baptist health the official sports medicine provider of the florida panthers doug plagans jameson olive here with you as always thanking you for tuning in wherever and however you're tuned in whatever streaming service you've got us on we thank you very much for uh tuning in today and making us part of your listening week but one event that is always a part of the beginning of the hockey calendar is the prospect showcase and that'll be taking place over in Estero again, not this weekend, but the following weekend. And of course, you'll have four teams playing in Panthers. One of them, you'll have the Panthers, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Nashville. 
playing in this tournament, uh, groups of prospects from all four organizations. And, well, the game times, all the information, and all the ways to follow along, all be at floridapanthers.com. So make that a part of your week coming up here. You'll get all the info there, and you'll be able to keep your finger on the pulse of everything happening over in Estero. And, heck, you could even drive over and check it out. Uh, the game times are Hop at Alligator yeah, Alley. It's, uh, it's just a straight a, shot. A uh, straight shot across Alligator Alley, as Jameson said. So you can check that out over the weekend uh, again coming and up. the building but, home to the back-to-back e- the Florida Everblades. champion, Florida Everblades. Correct. Crowd affiliates. And uh, we have the roster for the Panthers. We do. Yes, we, we do. do. We have the roster. So how do you want to do first this, First roster Jameson? of the year. Right? It is the first roster yeah. of the year. We'll have this roster, and then we'll have a training camp roster. Yeah. And then that'll get whittled down. the opening down. night roster. And the opening night roster. Yeah, it's all about rosters now. A lot of the folks who've been listening to Territory Talk for a while know that it's always my my line not to get too hung up on that opening night roster because you're going to need a lot more than those 20 actives yes. that you have on opening and maybe night. It's but one everybody these, loves to be maybe in it's the one of these guys, roster. which we'll get into. And there's a chance for that. So do you want to just do you want to get into just kind of a roll call system here? I we think go you, right just, down just the list. List, you got the list in front of you. Just list it out. Yep. So here are your forwards. We've got Liam Arnsby, Riley Bezo, Skylar Brindamore, Josh Davies, Patrick Giles, Ryan McAllister, Mackie Samuskevich, Grayson Sachin, Kai Schwint, Mark Senden, Wilmer Skog, Justin Sordiff, Sandis Vilmanis, and Jake Wise. To, to stop you there for a second, it's Skog? You're radio guy, so that makes me sad. I was always hoping it was Skog. I was always hoping it was phonetically Skog. That's just a great hockey name. Skog's still great. Either one works. They're both great. That's just my thought. On I mean, that. we'll get that confirmed. That's what that's what that's what that's the other thing this showcase is for is for us confirming. We'll get names. that confirmed. I haven't met him in person, and that's usually when we do confirm things like that. The funniest thing about hockey players is typically, so uh, you, no matter what you say, like oh, we usually call you this. They usually say that's fine. Like the amount, of, <laughs> they usually don't care. Like if it's like if you were you know a pro hockey player, they come to you and they're like, yeah, so your name is uh, Doug Plagains, right? You're like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Like that's what they do. Or you know, you get the, is it Dave or David? You know, kind of thing. And and they they don't mind. And then I'll usually ask, well, what do mom and dad call you? <laughs> that's, a, that's the that's the good yeah. one. That's the way to get it. Uh, so those are your forwards here, the defensemen: Merrick Alsher, Mike Benning, Luke Coughlin, Santu Keenanen, Evan Nas, Callie Shaleen, Nathan Steos, and Zachary Ewens. Those are the defensemen on the list. It's a good group. Good group. The goaltenders: Matt Guzda, Charlie Robertson. And Ludovic Weber. You nailed the pronunciation on that one. You've been practicing that one since D camp, right? I I have not, actually. <laughs> You're just a pro. I, I just, uh, and we'll get all those confirmed. But that's your roster for the upcoming Prospect Showcase tournament. Uh, always an exciting event. And this is a chance. I guess the big, before we get into talking about any individuals, Jameson. Anybody who's been out to these in the past, followed along with these in the past, is at all familiar with these tournaments. A lot of guys over the years have really made a splash and made their mark. Yeah. And you can't, it, I, you don't. We, but we always say D camp doesn't matter. And it, it, it doesn't in terms of things like roster spots and making an impression. It, that's a chill week. That's about getting to do the org. That's it about mat- life skills. Everything matters. But not to the extent. This is kind of when this things start to matter. This is where... Where guys take notes. And if a guy has a... You're not making the Florida Panthers opening night roster based on the prospect showcase. But you can get a leg up going to camp. you can have a good tournament and go into camp, the real camp, with momentum. And it might buy you more time at the, at the real camp. There are going to be guys from this going back to 
other places, yep. obviously. But it can get you a lot of momentum going into camp. It can maybe get you a further look. It can just draw attention. This is the first time that you see something taking place where it can truly get more eyeballs on an individual. And you look back over the years, there have been a lot of big names that have participated in these prospect showcase tournaments, going back to when they were played at the ice den in Coral Springs, going back, you know, seven, eight years. There have been a lot of guys that have become veteran NHL standout players. Every star, every star plays in a tournament like this. Everybody plays in something like this along the way at some point. So a cool chance to see truly the, the stars of tomorrow, the NHLers of tomorrow, and just a way to get excited for hockey and see some guys really draw attention to themselves heading into training camp. And on that attention, I gave you some time here to think about this. It's a good, I like this roster. I like every guy on this roster. It's a solid roster. Um, but is there a couple guys maybe you're going to keep a closer eye on than most just heading in to the prospect showcase? Well, I'd be lying if I didn't say that, and I probably speak for a lot of people. I don't think we're going to have to look really hard for him because he's going to be very noticeable, but I'm keeping an eye on Mackey first and foremost, mm-hmm. I think. And it's impossible. Only first round pick on this roster. It's impossible not to keep an eye on him just based on that fact that he was a first round pick and what he's done since he was selected as a first round pick. He's had a lot of those necessary steps along the way, collegiate success. His game has improved there. He's gotten a taste of pro hockey at the American League level. We've seen him in a couple of development camps, and it seems like every time you see him, there's gradual excitement building more and more around him. Excited to see him. Excited to see Grayson Sashin in person play some games. The most recent highest draft pick that the Panthers had in this uh, in this draft uh, that just took place over the summer, so excited to see him get on the ice and uh, and see what he can do. And I know that uh, we're also you know we've been keeping an eye on Justin sort of for for a bit now too, and we're excited to see him get on the ice. But as you said, there are a lot of key players on this roster, and I'm a big Merrick Alsher guy. This is a big Merrick yep. Alsher household over here. I, I think it's safe to say I am as well. Yep. Yeah, we're both in that house. Yeah, it's. Uh, but that's it, the thing about the tournament too. Like we said, we like. We like we've always said before when we say we like a guy and we like we say we like a, especially this term we've had great interactions but with every one of these guys especially at this to. point yeah. you should like all these guys no one's made or made or break you know their career at this point like you should like all these guys all these guys have potential but when we say I like a guy we mean we like where he's at right now and yep. all these guys on this roster we like should the trajectory be, should be at different points they're not all at the same point right now even they're all they're all on the same team at the same tournament some guys might be you know, uh, going pro this year. Some guys might be a couple of years off. Some guys might be fighting for a spot with the Panthers. Some guys might need a couple of years. They're all different points, but we like where guys are, where they're supposed to be at X point. We like the growth, the development, the trajectory, the path they're on right now. And Mike Benning is another guy. He was, he was obviously didn't uh, get into any, get into any game action, but he was up with the Panthers at the end of the season and through part of that playoff run. Yeah, he was there for, he was there for, he was, he for the was, Boston. He was around. He was he was available if his number needed to be called. And obviously that showed that uh, a lot of folks thought highly of him. And there's another guy who had the collegiate success. He's got a good good pedigree, uh, track record. And I know we're excited to see him uh, hit the ice for this organization. Great time for this it. Year. Th- turns pro at the 30th anniversary, too, and his dad yep. was an original Panther, Brian yep. Benning. That's pretty cool. So he's th- those are just some of the names, but you could you could go down the list. I think well, I got names too. We all we all got names, and you, you named a couple of my guys. And like I said, like all these guys, we're just picking a couple here. We can't talk about each guy individually, but we love Josh Davies, friend of the program. Yeah, great, yeah, he's fun to watch too. And he's Ever. a guy. And don't don't forget, all these guys are gonna have a hundred percent. But Josh Davies is the type of guy that's gonna treat this game, all these games, like their game seven of the Stanley Cup final. 
like I said, he's kind of a Ryan Lomberg type, and we love that. So excited to see what he does in this tournament. Uh, you mentioned a lot of other guys. Excited to see Kai Schwint, you know, uh, Sandus Vilmanis. But you mentioned Justin Sordiff, and I'm going to kind of go to a side group here. There's a couple guys here that Panthers are very deep. It's going to take a lot for any of these guys to to crack the roster this, this here. This shows you just how much the cupboard has been stocked by Bill Zito. And yeah, there's a lot of quality yep. players here. Um, but they've Panthers have a lot of guys with NHL experience, a lot of veterans, uh, you know, especially at forward. So... It's going to be tough for these guys to jump a lot of guys to at some point, you know, play the season. But there are a couple guys that I think maybe do get that taste this year, maybe do make their pro debuts. And sort of one of them. Uh, I think he'd be farther along in terms of expectations had he not, you know, dealt with injuries. Yep, but a, couple a, injuries. A, a fully healthy Justin Sordiff, though, I think is definitely that player that could get into a game or two with the Panthers, depending on opportunity. Um, going to the back end, though, like I said, like Mike Benning, but, you know, this is his first year pro. He hasn't played a game yet, didn't, you know, play any games with the Checkers or anything. Evan Nas. We love Evan Oz. We like his trajectory a lot. You know, you know, won the Memorial Cup with Quebec. You know, really left juniors on a high note. We like his long-term trajectory, but you know, still hasn't played pro. Still hasn't played a game with the Checkers. He really, was another guy I was going to really looking there, forward yeah. to that. But on the back end, and we, I've been banging this drum for a while. But Santu Kinen, um, great career in Liga. You know, won a championship with uh, Tampere. Helped help Barky get a ring over there as an owner. Um, great first season. You know, one of the top guys in the back end for the Charlotte Checkers. I think he's 24 now, maybe. So he's probably one of the older guys uh, outside of Weber um, at this prospect showcase. So I think expectations probably a little bit higher for him just because he's going to be playing with younger guys. But the biggest thing for me with him is the Panthers have so many lefties, especially with Ekblad and Montour, you know, out for TBD. Um, those are two righties. The Panthers are pretty much all lefties at this point, except I think maybe John Ludwig's a righty. But I know Santu's a righty. So there might be a path there at some point for him if he has a killer tournament and has a killer training camp that maybe... You know, he jumps a guy or two and finds a way to get in the game this season because he's got pro experience, like I said, overseas, had a great first year in Charlotte. It just seems like he's the closest if opportunity arises out of these guys, just given the age and experience. So really like Santu, liked how he looked last year in last year's tournament in, uh, in Carolina. Um, and then, you know, continue down the list, Matt Kuzda. Really, he was up with the Panthers a lot with, you know, their goaltending situation this past season. Was there for a lot of the playoff run as well. You know, big guy, great season in Charlotte. And I think, you know, this is the year where he can really establish himself as that, you know, number three goalie. I think he's got the experience at this point. Um, Panthers have, you know, a lot of good goaltenders. No, you know? one way or another, Charlotte's going to have Bob, two good goalies. They got Bob, they got Stollers, they got Knight, you know, and, and they got Guzda, you know, and, and Weber, right, you know, coming mm -hmm. over as well. So a lot of goalies in the system right now, a lot of quality goalies. But Mac, I think, can really kind of make his mark this season. And that's the thing about tourna tournaments like this. You know, we always say, you know, goaltenders are going to, they're going to give it their all every time. They're going to be themselves. So I think he could have a big tournament here. I liked his tournament last year as well. So, yeah, looking around, like he's a big Merrick guy, like all these guys. Nathan Stales, I'm excited to see he missed a lot of last year. Maybe all a majority of last year with an injury. Um, Zach Younes was one of the few guys on this list that actually was with the Everblades last mm -hmm. year. We helped win the championship. So a home game for him there in Estero. Excited to see that. But so many guys here. But there is one guy I'm going to pick. And you and I, so you talked about this before. There, some guy always usually has a splashy tournament. Rarely or like do three guys have like the best tournament ever. For some reason, one guy always rises to the top. And you and I always talk about Dennis Mulligan's showcase. I think was it five goals? Sixteen. Five goals or something in like two or three games. He was lighting it up. Yeah, he had a big tournament. And if correct me if I'm wrong, that same I believe in that same prospect tournament, which took place at the Ice Den in Coral Springs, just to illustrate people, these truly are the stars of tomorrow. And you're gonna see guys from probably all four teams that play in this are there are gonna be guys from all four of these teams that see some form of time in the National Hockey League this year one way or another. 
you mentioned the Dennis Mulligan big splash back in 2016, but I believe for Tampa Bay, Braden Point played in that tournament. Yep. And for Nashville, UC Saros played in that tournament. And Jacob Vrana, I believe, for the Caps that yep. year. Yep, and Jacob Vrana played in that tournament. So, so yeah. You, yeah, that was the four teams that were there. So, but because it's also usually a guy like Dennis Mulligan, going to that tournament, we didn't think Dennis Mulligan would be the, you know, have the tournament he did um, based on all the other guys the Panthers had at the time. But it's always kind of a wild card that I feel like has the big tournament. So for this year, I'm picking a guy to kind of have a big tournament. I'm picking Ryan McAllister. You took that right out of my mouth. If, if you didn't mention him, I was going to say we need to talk about this guy because he's he's got a different path than everybody else, and he's a little bit older. And sometimes that uh, he, he's 21, One. and that doesn't sound like much, but in comparison to a, a guy, say, who's freshly drafted or, you know, even to a 19, 20-year-old, being 21, having played college hockey, there's there there's going to be maybe a, a maturity to his game. His development could be a little bit further along, and he's positioned well to come in and have a good tournament. Yeah, you look at what he did last year. It's actually really impressive. So he was in the AJHL for a lot of years. Last year in the AJHL, 57 goals in 60 games, so a clear score. But because of that, he was able to you know catch on at Western Michigan last year, um, 49 points in 39 games. So. A twenty-year-old, not really a freshman, but you know, kind of a freshman, first year in college hockey. But, but still, those are those numbers, numbers are no joke. Yeah. Huge D one numbers for for him. And then because of that signs a three-year ELC with the Panthers um, back in April, I believe, goes right to Charlotte. Five points in four games with the Checkers at the end of the regular season. You look out of the playoffs, he had a goal and an assist in three games. So immediate results, kind of with him making the jump of the program. So he's a guy that I think is looking to have a big year. Has a good foundation last year, like you said, a little bit more experience. Twenty-one years old. And he just feels like the kind of guy, like I said, that in this, you know, in those games, where I think Panthers play three games, I could see him getting three goals, maybe three or four goals. Like he just seems like a guy that's going to have an impact in a tournament like this. And he seems like the a guy like that again, twenty one. Obviously, that's that's young by hockey standards, but in a situation like this, being twenty one, having a season of college hockey under his belt. I think that could go a long way for him. And a guy like that could really come in ready to make a splash in a, in a camp, something preseason like this. And, and regardless of, uh, of where he goes, I think he's going to be a, a good producer for this Panthers team. So excited to see him like a lot of guys at, uh, at this camp coming up here. Territory talk as always is presented by Baptist health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers, Doug Plagans, Jameson Olive here with you as always, but uh, we're excited. I think, uh, can you tell we're excited because, this means the season's coming up again October 12th season begins Panthers will have a three-game road trip to start the season October to even 9th. build more yes and then October 19th uh, in Toronto and the season opens up in Minnesota and Winnipeg so it won't be totally frigid there yet yeah, it was negative 20 when we were in Winnipeg last year Fahrenheit yeah Fahrenheit that's my phone my phone said 18 below zero when we were getting well, like we play. said last year we, we were we were at a lot of cold places last year I think the difference between like 10 degrees and negative 20 is the exact same your body can only sense cold for to me a point. it's once you, you can't get, get mold once more you get cold below about five you just don't really it's You're numb but there is a level of wind if it's yes. you know zero degrees with and no sun. wind and zero degrees overcast with, wind yeah zero degrees with no wind compared to zero degrees with some kind of wind very different uh but yes we've we experienced some cold and uh in the fall i'd imagine it'll be manageable from from a temperature perspective yeah no uh, winnipeg we were, we're always in winnipeg in like the thick i was of gonna winter. say it's always january february and so minnesota to open too. there i'm all, i'm fully I'm on board with to this. see what it's like i've never seen like fall in winnipeg i am fully on board with uh, this i'm sure the cats are excited to get going too yeah 
So that's what uh, what's lying ahead as far as the hockey calendar is concerned. Keep and you an and I are both going to everything. Yes, we will the be tournament. We will be there in Estero. So our next probably podcast probably is going to have one of those guys on. We'll, we'll wrangle a guest. That's so going to be exciting. And then from there on out, just a lot of hockey pods. Yeah, we will be over there, and we'll probably probably be back to uh, a pretty straight straightforward weekly format. I would imagine close yep. to it on territory talk once we, once we get rolling into the season. So I, I know we've had some gaps in the schedule here through the off season, but but uh, Jameson and I need to be able to to get out of town and, and take some, some vacay time and, and things like that. And August is usually when you have the chance to do that. Things calm down. I hope all the, the fans had a good rest up too. I know some, yeah. some did. I've seen, I follow some fans on, on Twitter and Instagram. We chat sometimes and it looks like everyone's having a, a good off season. You know, everyone's still riding high here on territory talk. I guess the, the biggest news there's news in the league that happened since the last time we did an episode was the Eric Carlson trade. That was probably the big... You don't usually get something like that, that was like in August. months ago, wasn't it? It feels like forever ago. That that was finalized? That was like a month ago? Wow. Well, either way, it makes it makes the Pittsburgh Penguins interesting. Well, it's kind of like the Kachuk yeah. trade you know, last year. That came out of nowhere. Everyone was kind of... Pen- it was pencils down at that point for a lot of people in the NHL, and that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so that's... That, that makes them interesting. The East, I tell you what... The East is uh, is a gauntlet, and we're gonna have time for that yeah. season preview show. I'm just, uh, yeah, we, we we will have. I feel like Doug has a look at it. This feels like a, this keeps you up at night, though. You, you seem a little stressed. The eyes are getting big. Well, you, I'm looking at you. Look at the people always. People always make fun of me <laughs> for standings watching on like October 23rd. No, it's important, and I get that. I get that. Usually, you have to get to a certain point total, and when you get to that point total, you can generally speaking, feel pretty safe in years past. It's been somewhere, Hey, just get to 97 points and mm-hmm. you're probably fine one way or the other, something like that. I've seen too many instances at multiple levels of pro hockey where it comes down to a point at the end. And therefore I will be standings watching pretty much as soon as the puck drops. It's just, uh, just the, the oh, way I am. If the Panthers start like five and one and like the Leafs are like, Two and three. I'm already like, all right, gap. Building the gap. Let's go. <laughs> because the cushion, that cushion matters. It doesn't matter where you get it. Oh, I'm going to be talking four-point swings like a month into the season. I'm like, oh, it's a big four-point swing. Critical four-point game. <laughs> Opening night. That's going to be us. But We're, 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 we're going to go up to Barky game one and be like, Barky, obviously, you know, everyone's even right now, but does it feel like a must-win? You know, we need to get out of the gate on a hot foot here. I mean, you guys could get to 10 points tonight. <laughs> Actually, no, they wouldn't be able to do that yet. It's game four. Yeah, it's game four. We'll go for eight. Eight. Shooting for eight that night. Uh. Well, that's where we are as far as our approach to the season. We're excited. Uh, and folks, if if you too start standings watching a weekend of the season, you are not alone. I do the same thing. That's about it for us here on Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. You can always engage us on social media. I'm at Doug Plagans on all the platforms. And Jameson is at Jameson Coop. On the platforms. No, actually on Instagram, at Jamison Olive. Oh, you are Jamison Olive. Remember, I wanted Jamison Olive on Twitter, but it's taken. Somehow I got it there early enough. On, we should uh, try to get the owner of that handle on, on the podcast and, talk and have a negotiation. Yeah. A friendly negotiation. <laughs> or we're not, not on Twitter, on X. 
Yeah, the world famous I Twitter segment. I've actually been wondering. I if didn't we, think about if that. We need to rename it or if it's just going to be a, a cultural <laughs> relic and we're just going to call it that even though everybody knows what i'm talking about it's not the world really famous twitter. x segment the world famous former twitter segment that's <laughs> seg- probably seg- what it's the going segment to be. formerly known as twitter i like to be wordy yeah so it's probably going to be the world famous former twitter segment the world the world famous former twitter can do it i can't do it i'm on radio uh, if, if any of our twitter captains are uh, are tuned x captains that makes it sound like they were the captain and we kicked them out. That didn't happen. Once you become a Twitter captain. I just think you need people submitting questions on LinkedIn. Let's move it. Let's make it professional. The LinkedIn. Yes. The, the LinkedIn line to Panthers. I'm trying to think of what. Uh, I, I I would get lost on that. On LinkedIn? Yeah. You just know so many people that I feel like you'd spend all day just like, oh, this guy. There he is. <laughs> Met him in Cleveland. Worked two games. <laughs> Well, LinkedIn LinkedIn serves a purpose. I don't know that a radio segment fits well with it. It might. It could be like a like the classifieds <laughs> on the air for five minutes. We just talk about just read open positions around open around positions sports. around the media world across North America. All right, that's it for this edition of Territory Talk, the official <laughs> podcast of the Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. You can, as I said, engage us on social media. Looking forward to hearing from all of you. Looking forward to hearing you all uh, or having you all on board throughout the entire season. For Jameson Olive, I'm Doug Plagans. Thanks again for being with us. This has been Territory Talk.